Are you an auto detailer and find yourself stuck trying to find people to help you? And maybe you're already grown a business. You already have the mindset, the business mindset in place. You already do your due diligence of studying books, reading books nonstop, just grabbing any business books. Have you done this in the past few months? If that's you and you're still finding trouble, like finding people to go with you to grow and you just find yourself stuck, you can't grow. You have to be efficient in everything you do. You have to be efficient the way you grow, the way you hire. Let's talk about hiring now. Let's talk about employees. Let's talk about... Um, uh, because for you to take the next step of growing an auto detailing business, a mobile detailing business, the next step is you hiring people for you to to work with you. And how, where do you, where do you find them? Where do, how do you train them? Um, maybe you train one and they don't people don't even show up to interview and you get, you get frustrated. You know, like in this this way, I'm never gonna be able to to grow a business. And when you do perhaps find somebody they don't stick with you long and then the same doubt comes to your mind or none of the two maybe when you do find somebody you just don't know how to train them you know what do you do for training stay with the intro i'll try to cover this three things guys it's going to be helpful if you're a detailer subscribe to this podcast there's a lot more business slash type of auto detailing podcast out that i will publish Welcome to the Wings Mobile Detailing Business and Automotive Podcast, the only podcast that will guide you on how to start and grow six-figure companies. As our team expands from one business location to worldwide domination, you will get step-by-step insights from a millennial franchiser and franchise owner with your host, Andre Mezzalera. Business owner, and you have gone through, uh, let's say you're a sole proprietor, business owner. And you've gone through troubles, you know, a lot of problems solve, you know, putting a lot of fires down with clients, uh, some services that you haven't personally done too well with your business. And for you, that just drives you crazy. And you're going to, and you want to grow your business. And for you to grow your business, you know, you have to have people to help you. And you start looking for people. Now, that's when the big, that's when the real problem begins. That's why they say business fails within the first five years. It's not because they run through those problems that you're running, let's say, right now as a sole proprietorship, only you and perhaps a helper with you working and you're having trouble. That's not why most businesses fail. Most businesses fail in the first five years because it takes a little bit of time for them to still, they can still grow at the first. They can still profit a lot. They can still control their finances when they're by themselves. They can save a lot of money when they, they are by themselves. All the profit comes to them. When you're spending so much money then, when it comes to time, when it comes to time that you're spending so much money trying to find people and they don't show up to interviews and you're paying sometimes people hourly and they don't do a good job, you have to do a lot of redos uh, on the services that you're paying them to do and then it comes out of your own pocket. And then all of that, and you have to create systems to find people. You have to create systems for the company itself. And then all the money that you used to save before in your first or second year in business that you were all happy about and you're super confident that you would be the richest guy in the world because you're saving so much money in the first and second year. And then you decide to take your next leap. The leap of growing your team. That's the reason most people fail because they once they take that leap and all the problems starts to happen, 
which is nothing compared with the problems that you have in your first or second year in business. Nothing compared. Running a team of people, hiring employees, training them, having problems of turnover, which every business have. There's no, oh, I'm going to pay my employees super well and that's going to solve the problem. No. People who are inexperienced and they see other business owners, let's say, complaining you shouldn't even complain as a business owner, you know, as a business owner, as a real entrepreneur, don't complain. They know they take all the responsibility to themselves. But if you're a sole proprietor and you've seen an entrepreneur complaining about the employees and you try to give them advice, you know, oh, maybe if you do this, you solve that problem. Maybe you're not going to have turnover if you do this or that, if you pay them more. Or if you pay them less, you know, maybe they're not worth of it and you're paying them too much. Um, You have to train them better. You know, you're training them too much. You're spending too much time with them, perhaps. Let's say you gave all those tips to a certain entrepreneur who came to you and complained about those problems. You're wrong. There's no one thing that's going to solve the turnover. You're going to have it in every business. There's no perfect business that everybody wants to work in forever. Sure, you can do things to minimize it, but heck, trust me, your tip, your little tip of, you know, pay them more and all these other bullshit or pay them less or uh, train them better, it's not going to help him. You don't know his situation, but I'm going to explain to you what is, what, not, not what it's like, but actual tips of what to do, where to find people. And I'm going to get specifically in the business of auto detailing because that's where I, I'm at. And I know that any other business, it doesn't matter what, can follow the same thing. Because business is business. If you sell a product, if you sell a service, whatever type of service you sell, business is business. You can apply to it in any business. Follow the concept, for example. I'm going to be more specific in the auto detailing business. But as if you own other business, follow the concept. So Finding, finding people first, you have to prepare yourself, make the decision that you want to grow. And you already made the decision. And you want to have a type of business that you can easily, not yourself train people, but you can create trainers where they can train people for you. If you at the beginning have all sorts of services, which you, you have to give options to clients who want to have a lot of services, yes. But you want to do it in a way every time you're doing anything for your business and you're thinking about creating services or prices or whatever it may be and you're in that stage, you have to prepare the stage before you bring people in. Not all the way. You're still going to have broken floors, but you have to prepare because if you're going to do an auto detailing business and you know you're going to work by yourself, and you're doing a pain correction, let's say, a, a su- such service that requires um, that you can use a lot of different products in that car and then, or di- a lot of different pads. You can have an arsenal of pads, an arsenal of products to use in different cars. If you're working for yourself, by yourself, or with a helper, that great, that works because you know where all your, all your product is. You know what you can use for each car. You can make the educated decision right then and there. But if you're growing your business, you have to set up the stage. You have to make everything uniform. You know, I'm going to use this type of product. I'm going to use for this service. I'm going to use this product and this pad 
for this correction service it's going to cost this much money you know you can have some obviously wiggle room there to price it but it's going to cost this much money and i'm going to use this type of product and i'm going to do this service you want to make everything uniform so that when you have somebody training your other employees you have a trainer for you in the future because if you're growing a business you're not going to be uh the trainer for everybody then that's not really a business it's still sole proprietorship you you know if you get yourself stuck if you put a, a ceiling to it then you're pretty much you know you won't be able to grow and you see if your products and services are uniform not only uniform but they are easily teachable you can use your services to train people and they can learn and it's still effective um and that goes a long way. You have to prepare, set it up the stage at the beginning. That's why a lot of people, they go in a business where the business, everything is mounted and ready. And everything's set up. The services, the combination of services, the way to train people. Because it's, it's, but you have to set up the stage this way. And once you do, once you have, let's say, services, you don't want for pin correction, for example, you don't want to have... A bunch of pads that you use for compound and you use different compounding pads for different cars when you feel like it you know you don't want to have 20 glass cleaners in your arsenal only have one why would you have 20 oh because if I have 20 you know I know if if the car is in the Sun this one works better if the car is in the shade the other one works better if if the window is round this one works better it, you know it's going to work out perfectly if you're by yourself. But good luck doing that if you're uh, trying to train other people. Set the stage. And guys, finding people. I can never find great people. You know, it's very hard to find great people. I'm not say, I'm not going to say it's easy to find great people. But I'm not going to be a little bitch and complain about. Because that's not a job of an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur that wants to set themselves up for failure. Complain. Because once you complain, it's not like you're not taking responsibility for the things that's happening to you. It happens because of you. That's a Grant Cardone quote. So, first of all, don't complain. Don't say, I, I, I cannot find great people. Say, oh, why can't I find great people? What am I doing wrong that I cannot find people? Once you use the words, I can't do that because the market is bad, the economy is bad, I can't find great people, you're done. But this is not a mindset podcast. You guys should have already have your mindset by now. So to look for people, go through the websites where they hire. Delegate this desk. Don't go to your... Think, sure, you can do it by referral, you know, ask your friend, or do you know somebody who wants to work? But hey, you gotta get bigger than that. Where do... Where do Walmart find people? Where are all these other companies? Where do they promote? You know, when they're looking for a job, they have Facebook job posts. Gator, uh, employee Gator, something like that. Uh, Alligator, where you find employees. They have Indeed. They have Instagram ads. All of those stuff. And you can find great people there. You can find great people everywhere. If you know how to interview them, you know what you ask for. And are you going to know at first? You're not going to know at first. 
at first what's going to happen you're going to try to set up an interview all nice and fancy and stuff to show that your business is the best business in town and you're going to set up an in-person interview and then you're going to be all excited because you were able to book one person for tomorrow for you to interview and then you're going to start your business and grow huge and then you go there tomorrow in the place to interview this person and they don't show up so what i like to do because that happens regardless is I like to solve this problem, you know, I'm not going to solve the problem of, oh, people are not showing up, because that's going to continue to happen, you know, you're not going to change the ethical or morale, morale of any person in the world, how do you be more effective to where you get more people, not more people to show up, but more people to be your employee, what are you doing there? Are you wasting a lot of time by interviewing them by, them by by person? Are you not doing a good enough job in the phone at first to interview them to know that that type of guy is the guy that's not going to show up? Are you doing that? Are you learning? See, take responsibility to yourself. That's how I do it. You go set up the interview, write the questions that you like to know. You know, there are certain questions that I ask that I can already tell if the person is an excuse maker or not. I don't want any person in my team who is an excuse maker. Because what happens is, oh, you know, um, there's a lot of traffic. I got here late because there's a lot of traffic. An excuse maker doesn't take responsibility for themselves. And that's the worst person you can have in your team. They messed up on a service on a client's car. You know, they're doing detailing for a client's car. And they messed up on it bad. You know, they didn't clean it well. The client's complaining. Maybe the client is, you know an asshole maybe that maybe that is the case and then you ask an employee what happened there it's like oh the client this the client that this happened it rained or um whatever they're gonna give you excuses so it's not their fault if it's not their fault it's gonna happen again so you just you're hiring a problem if you're hiring an excuse maker the way i get out of this just a real quick is when i'm interviewing somebody i ask them Hey, when was the last time you were late for some? Because the best way to catch an excuse maker is when they are late. That's the best way. So I, I tell them that in an interview. I ask them, hey, when was the last time that you were late for your job? And I say, we've all been late. I've been late before. I know you have been late before. Just remember of when the last time that you were late. Just Just when that happened. Tell me why you were late. You catch an excuse maker right there. If they say, you know, if they say, oh, I'm, I'm never late. That never happened before. They're probably lying. Or maybe they are not. Maybe they are that ethical. But I highly doubt. If they tell you, which is the worst answer ever. You know, my, I, there was a lot of traffic and my car broke down and whatever they make excuse you know that's an excuse maker and you can hear in their voice depending the way they are saying it if this person tells you and you ask why they were late and if they tell you hey amen i was just late that's the best answer of them all i was just late or like there's no excuse i was late or my mistake i was i was late you know that doesn't usually happen when that and it's rare that I hear those answers, but when I hear those as answers, I can catch them. They are not an excuse maker. Maybe that's not you know you're not too against people who make excuses. I am, so I created this question. 
to find out if people are excuse makers. Now, how do you get people to do show up on in an interview or not show up in an interview, but how do you prevent you from wasting your time? Now, phone interview, you're not wasting a lot of time because on the phone, they answer. If they don't pick up the phone, you go to the next candidate and you're going to have a lot of candidates if you just promote your job that you are hiring somebody and you write stuff down uh, about your company and whatever. But you have a couple of candidates there and you start interviewing. Let's say you have, sometimes we get 70 or 80 uh, candidates at once we got. Uh, out of those 10 answered our phone and was responsible to get back to me. Out of the 10, five were good. Out of the five, two showed up. This is life. This is business. So for you to for you to not waste your time is the problem was when a lot of people, they set up an in-person interview too early in the game. You don't want to set up an in-person interview too early in the game because then you have to drive there early in the morning. Not only the problem of you wasting your time to go there and realize the person's not showing up at all, of your time wasted, but your your motivation is going to be lost right there in that table. You're going to you're going to you're going to be doubtful to yourself. Oh, is this ever going to work? You know, I'm dependent on one person showing up. Is this ever going to work? So, problem number 1, don't depend on one person. Have your pipeline full. I learned this with Grant Cardone. Have your pipeline full. So by doing that, you have to think 10x. Another thing I learned from Grant Cardone, but by doing that, you have to think 10x. Have 10 candidates, not one. If you need two candidates to work for you, look, pretend you need 20. Just pretend and look for 20. If you need two, just pretend you need 20. And you might get two. And avoid another thing, the tip number two that what I want to get to for you to not waste your time is don't do an in-person interview too early in the game. I don't do I, I don't do an in-person interview at all. Or you can do an in-person interview but schedule multiple. If that's your you know, if you have a different business, obviously you might have to do in-person interview. Schedule multiple for that day, for that time. Maybe schedule multiple at the same time. And you may think, oh, what are they going to think? You know, what What if two actually show up and you have two people there? So be it. You're not wasting your time and your time is valuable. Schedule three, you know, the same, the same time, three or four. Go through all of them. But before you have to um, make sure you get a bunch there before. Maybe you cannot get a bunch. And, and, and the detailing business being specific right now in automobile mobile detailing service, what I like to do is I like to ask for their ID after I, they pass the first interview, and I feel like oh this is the guy who's gonna show come up come show up to work, you know when we're gonna try them. The best way for us to know if they work or not is for us to work with them. And so I don't do an in-person interview for auto detailing. I interview them by phone. I go really heavy on it. It's, I don't make it take too long as well because I don't want to waste my time on the phone. I can catch them quick by asking a few questions if they're good or not. Or here by their tone of voice. You know, you can already tell if they're good customer service just by them saying the first sentence. And if that works out, schedule for them to come to work with you for half a day. And then the other half of the day, you schedule another person. Because that way, 
they showed up and sometimes they're not going to show up. You know, sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes even for this ride along day, they're not going to show up. And then you can see if they work well or not. Then you skipped this interview part. And if they work well, you hire them. But what if they don't show up to the ride along? What's another way for you to know the day before? Oh, I feel like they're not going to show up or I feel like they're going to show up. I usually ask them for something. I ask them to sign a document or whatever. Uh, send me something that it's going to make, uh, that's going to show me that they are actually committing to showing up the next day or two days from now. And if they don't sign the document, they're like, okay, cool, we'll meet you there, you know, we'll, we'll do that right along service. And they don't send you that document signed back, or maybe it's not even something signed, maybe you ask, you know, something from them. Then if they don't do that, most likely they're not, they're not going to show up. And you can you can start feeling the type of person who does show up or not. At first, you're going to be a little confused, but you get used to it. And a lot of people say, oh, those pay matters, you know, is pay everything. Pay does matter, obviously, how much you pay your team. You know, you have to be inside. You have to provide a great work environment because obviously you're going to have a high turnover. If you have a super high turnover, it's also your fault. If you have a high turnover, it's not because people suck. If you have a high turn turnover, people stay with you for one or two weeks and they leave. Let's say there's a lot of businesses who like they have people for one or two weeks and they cannot even go past training and they leave. Everybody leaves. Something's either problematic, most likely with the environment that you're in. If you're, you know, how are you treating them, you know? Um, are you treating them as a team or are you trying to be their, you know, boss around? Because reality is everybody in your team, if you have the mindset, everybody in your team owns the company, obviously they don't, but they are that important. You know, you're going to work, want to make them part of the team. Like, you know, work, um, obviously always the weight's going to fall on you, obviously as a company owner, but blame yourself. Pay does matter, but if you pay them, you have to pay them right, you know. You have to pay them right and offer growth opportunity. The only way you offer growth opportunity if, is if you're growing, doing everything else in business correct for you to grow, which is listen to all of my other podcasts as well. Not that I do, you know, everything correct, not at all. But, but offer them that opportunity. And you saying that, oh, if I pay them, over um, if you don't have any opportunity and you say oh if i increase their salary by twice what i'm paying them now you know maybe i'm not gonna have turnover at all that's such a fallacy that does not happen they have turnover on people who who earns 200 300 500 thousand dollars a year they have turnover in those type of businesses as well and employees who work for let's say even minimum wage or whatever it may be they have turnover in every business. The work environment, how you're growing your business, the potential, everything that you're doing is what matters. Pay is a very little percentage of it. It is important, and you got to do it right, but it's a very little percentage of that. And how to train people in a way. That's part of what you would have to create when you're creating your foundation before you make the decision, but... You're always going to have to find ways to train people and find a trainer. So let's say at the beginning, if you started small with one guy, you found a really great guy at first and you train them really well yourself because you want it your, the way it's done yourself. 
And then you have this guy that you train to train somebody else. And that's how it is. You're not going to have be able to train three, four people at once. You know, at first you start step by step. You can create videos. You can create uh, step by step documents so they can follow the routine of how each service is done because it needs to be uniform. You can have one guy do one thing and the other guy do, do the other things. And some people getting it in paper is way better. So, hey guys, this is a huge tip right here. Is this podcast is all about that, especially if you're in the auto detailing business. Try to focus more. Thank you so much. There's a lot more I can cover. It's already 24 minutes. Reach me out on Instagram. Follow Wings Mobile Detailing. Reach out back to me. Send me a message there. And we'll keep in touch, guys. I hope this was helpful for all of you, especially detailers. I really like great detailers out there. Uh, I know a lot of them here in Richmond and other places as well. We keep in touch. We try. When I see them growing, I mean, it's like it, it's so it's so satisfying, you know. And a lot of detailers are so nice because they don't see you with uh with oh you're my competition. You know, we all see like we're ha- happy when we see other people grow. And guys, that's why I tell you, reach out to me. I'm not trying to sell you on any crap if you reach out to me. I'm literally just doing a podcast because I really like doing this. Thank you very much. Leave a five-star review if you like it. And continue on the energy and working hard because that's the most fulfilling thing in life.